ברמות דף כ"ז עמוד א', negative engagement, חליצה פסולה וחליצה מעל יתה. There's a fascinating piece of, of Gemara. It starts on Chavov Amad Beis and continues through Chavzayin, where we deal with this idea of Chalitza Psula and Chalitza Ma'al Yitzah. That Chalitza, um, this setting aside a Yibum, deciding not to go ahead with the, the Yibum mitzvah, this, this mitzvah of Chalitza has different grades. There are high-powered Chalitzas and there are low-powered Chalitzas. And the difference between them is that if a low-powered chalitza is used, um, then it doesn't help for the tzarot. So let's take a step back again. If there are, uh, if there's a man who passed away and he had several wives, chalitza or yibum only has to be done with one of the wives and the others are free as a result of that act of chalitza or yibum. Let's focus on chalitza for a moment. However, if the chalitza that the brother-in-law did with one of the wives was a chalitza, Psula, a weak chalitza, uh, then it doesn't help for the tzarot, um, for the other wives who need a fuller, powerful chalitza. What causes a chalitza to be a, a chalitza psula, a weak psula? Rashi explains the reason is it's gruash im In situations where he has no option but to do chalitza, where he does not have the option. To do yibum, but has to do chalitza. That chalitza is then called the chalitza psula, or a less powerful, a weaker form of of chalitza. Um, so, if a person has no right to upside of chalitza because yibum is not an option, for example, achot chalutzatohi, for example, the um, the person that he's doing the yibum with is is the sister of somebody who is already done chalitza with. Uh, in that case. He, he, he can't be miyabim her, he has to give her chalitza, because achot chalutzato, the sister of somebody who, with whom a man has already done chalitza, is forbidden midrabanan. And so yibum is not an option, he has to do chalitza. Um, why, is, why is it so? So let's understand, there's a really important idea here um, in, in understanding chalitza more deeply, and particularly this idea of, of chalitza. Rav Dessler, who we've spoken about many times before, was the uh, Ponovish uh, Mashkiach during his later years of life. He was an important force in Gateshead, and before that he was uh, in, in Kelm, a brother-in-law of, uh, of, of the son of the, of the altar of Kelm. Uh, sorry, a brother-in-law of Rabdunil of Kelm. Uh, just a powerful Musar figure who wrote Mikhtav Meliau. And in the fourth chalik of Mikhtav Meliau, on page 266, he talks about the idea that means that in the same way as when one does a mitzvah and one sees the benefits and feels the benefits of that mitzvah, the presence of Hashem is revealed. One becomes far more aware of Hashem and closer to Hashem. The same applies, he says, when someone makes a wrong choice, when somebody chooses to do something bad, and as a result of that, there's onesh, there's consequence. And he recognizes the consequence, and through recognition of the consequences of that which has happened, which is negative, that also causes a greater awareness of Hashem and more of a closeness to, closer, closeness to Hashem. Um, and that's an important principle in our lives, that we need to look at the negative things that happen and understand not only that in the long term it's, it's for good and to, and to understand it's, it's the result of choices that we've made and to take accountability for those choices. But more than that, it's also important to look at, at these 
events, when, when the negative events, when something we're not happy about occurs, to, to notice in what direction it's shifting us. Where is it causing us to look? Where is it causing us to think? Where is it causing us to move? And to take those negative events of life and recognize they've caused us to change direction of thought, of feeling, of action, of awareness, of something, and to be appreciative of that because that too is a gilush china. And in the same way, Rav Desla argues that inyan hu What is chalitza? We embarrass, we shame the yabam who refuses to do yibu and chooses chalitza instead. That's what chalitza is. For who ke'en onesh, says Rav Desla. And that's like a kind of a punishment, which means that the act of chalitza and the shame that comes with it is part of a greater awareness of the mitzvot of, uh, entailed in marriage, in yibum, in the relationships with, the, with the, the deceased brother, and an awareness that the choice is not a positive choice. And that awareness in itself, just being conscious and aware of the fact that I've made a choice which is not a positive choice, not a constructive choice, and these consequences to those choices, that in itself is a gilu shechina. So now consider where the chalitza is not chosen, but compelled, where I have no choice but to do chalitza. Yibum isn't even an option. You remember, according to the view of Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda who says that, that, that it's almost natural for Yibum to take place. You don't even have to do anything. It's the natural progression from the death of the, of the childless husband. Uh, yibum is the natural progression. And, um, but one does have the option to get out of it. One does have the option for chalitza, and going ahead with yibum is a declaration, I'm forgetting my rights to chalitza. But what happens when I don't have the option for yibum? So I'm not being conscious about choosing chalitza. I'm forced to choose chalitza because, let us say, that the my sister-in-law is in fact, in addition to being my sister-in-law, is also the sister of somebody I've already given chalitza to, to another sister-in-law. In such a case, if I haven't chosen the chalitza, it can't be considered as a form of gilui shechina that comes as a result of bechira bera'ah, to make an, a negative choice. And so the whole purpose then, chalitza becomes much weaker. It's not bringing anybody closer to Hashem. It's just something you've got to go through. But it's not something I really chose. And I'm not going through the embarrassment because I made a bad choice. It's just something that, that I have to do. And that's why it's called a chalitza psula. It's a chalitza that doesn't have the power of chalitza to cause internal pain and shame and embarrassment, which in its own way brings a person closer to avodat Hashem, to, to Hashem himself. It brings us to an interesting question that emerges from the beginning of Evan Ha'ezer, the part of Shulchan Aruch of Eben Ezer deals with laws of marriage. And the very first chapter, Siman Aleph, Seif Yud, deals with the Cherib Rabbeinu Gershom, where Rabbeinu Gershom over a thousand years ago decreed that people can't have more than one wife. Uh, the Shulchan Aruch says that Rabbeinu Gershom hecherim ala nosei alishto, he created a Cherib for marrying more than one wife, aval yebiyevama lo hecherim, but this does not apply in the case of Yevama. They, even if he's married, he can go ahead and do the yibum in the days where we used to do yibum. The Ramor adds and says, Omnam yesh chokim, but there are different opinions. And they hold, Rabbeinu Gershom noheg afilu b'mokom mitzvah, afilu b'mokom yibum. 
that the cherim, the prohibition of marrying a second wife, applies not only in the case of mitzvah, but even in the case of yibum, where we specifically are told to marry this additional wife. Even there, the cherim applies, and we have no choice but to give chalitza. So one might assume that such a chalitza is in fact a chalitza pesula. It's a weakened chalitza because an individual today doesn't have that choice. The cherim Rabbeinu Gershom applies. I can't take a second wife, so I've got to do chalitza. If I've got to do chalitza and I'm not doing it by choice, it's a, it's a chalitza pesula, one would think. And the Achronim talk about that, the Avnei Nezer and others go into, into considerable detail in that. Um, but but one, one of the important things to look at is the Avner Nezer in Simon Reish, you'd bet, discusses whether, how Yibum really works. Is it that um, Yibum is not something that the, the man chooses to do? The same as Chalitza isn't something which he chooses to do in some cases. Yibum is a mitzvah. Hashem gave him the second wife. And where Hashem gives you the second wife, it circumvents Rabbeinu Gershom. Uh, this is not, the, the, the Rabbeinu Gershom didn't talk about a case where Hashem gives you another wife. It's where you choose another wife. And here it's not a matter of choice, it's a matter of mitzvah, and therefore maybe it applies. Or he says maybe that's not the point, but the Rabbeinu Gershom, the Chayim Rabbeinu Gershom just doesn't apply um, because he didn't make it in, the, in a place of mitzvah. He just made it where, where it's voluntary, so. So if we look at the Machloket Rabbeinu, the Beis Yosef and the Ramor, the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramor, and we use this thinking of the Avnei Nezer and others, and we say, well, if we will hold that Rabbeinu Gershom allowed a second marriage in the case of Yibum, that might be because it's not really your choice. Hashem is imposing it upon you. But according to the Ramor, the view, and the Ramor's view is based on the, the Hagos Mordechai, it's based on the Nemuke Yosef, um, the Ramor's view then would be, no, this is something that you choose, although it's a mitzvah, like all the other mitzvot in the Torah, we're instructed to do things, but we have bechira, we have free choice, otherwise there would be no reward in, in doing a mitzvah, and this mitzvah is no, no different. Uh, and even though we, the man is told to take this wife as a, in Yibum, it's his own choice, he's got to choose to do so, and um, therefore the Recherim Rabbi Negeshim would apply. Uh, I would suggest that be, once we've understood this idea of chalitza psulo the way we have, that chalitza psulo means when a man doesn't have the choice to make to do yibum or chalitza, it is not a case where he's choosing chalitza over yibum, but he is forced to take chalitza over yibum. Then chalitza doesn't have this power of Rav Desla's idea of gilu shchina al gabi hachotei about a sinner actually bringing about a revelation of Hashem. That doesn't then apply. And I would suggest in, Rabbeinu, in the case of Rabbeinu Gershom, he could be choosing Yibum. A man could say, I would really like to be Mekayim this mitzvah. I would like to take this woman into my home and build it and build a family for my late brother. What's holding me back is the Cherem Rabbeinu Gershom. There's nothing wrong with the woman. It's not as if she's a chot chalutzator, that she's somebody I can't marry, that she's an arayot for some reason. She's, she's in some way related to me that I cannot take her, in which case there wouldn't be chalitza at all if it was an isudoraisa. But that's not the issue. The issue is not a problem with her. The issue is there is a law of Rabbeinu Gershom that's holding me back from doing that which I really would like to do. And if that's the case that he really would like to do it, whether it's that he would really like to do Yibun, or his choice is not to do Yibun, but to do Chalitza, the fact that Rabbeinu Gershom doesn't allow it doesn't make it a, a, um, a Chalitza Psulo, it doesn't make it a compelled Chalitza, it's still something that he could choose, but the Cherem Rabbeinu Gershom is what holds him back. In any event, uh, we see here the, 
importance of being mindful and conscious about our choices, even when they're negative choices, and to take accountability and responsibility and to be able to say, this is something I chose and the consequences are negative. I can correlate the consequences to the choice and I can see the mishpat of Hashem. I can see the righteousness of Hashem and the justice of Hashem and I come to a greater recognition of Hashem so that even my negative choice turns out to bring me closer to Hashem and that perhaps is the understanding of how when we do teshuvah, um, the things that we've done wrong become zuchuyot, they become mitzvahs, even the things we did wrong. Because at the end of the day, if we do the wrong or we relate to the wrong and we an- analyze and understand the wrong correctly, then that too brings us closer to Hashem. And as such, the, the very wrong becomes in retrospect uh, a mitzvah, something which is positive and helpful to us. 